Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. New segment time. I like this as well. And it takes a bit of the pressure off Gibbo trying to line up a guest for the 9.30 slot. Yeah, instead of lining up a guest, they just have to write out two pages worth of notes. Yeah. Oh. Pressure's off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what about that? Did you like that? Oh. Oh, dear. That we'll ignore. <laughs> Again, unfortunately, there's no tissues for you to use for that little uh, lala gibbo. Save it for Yenar, the box of tissues in the corner. It's a massive Yenar. Outrageous. Well, Gibbo, you can take us through the first take one. Take us through the first bit, seeing as you wrote all this. Because I, oh. I was hard at work on Wednesday night, yeah. so I missed the fight. Yeah, and uh, Nick, you were out schmoozing with the SEN clients and uh, Sydney Kings guys. But uh, Paul Gallen fought and potentially could be his last fight. Uh, now, now, the whole thing is probably not about the fight itself. It was a gallant effort from him. He went first five rounds. Gallant. Gallant. Just because his name's Gallant. Got it. I love that. Yeah, it could works. be Valiant. Gallant. Gallant. <laughs> anyway, Paul Gallant. It could be his last fight. He, it could be your last 30 seconds on radio, too. <laughs> if you keep going. Hey, I, I could turn your mic off, Nick. It could be the Nick and Adam, uh, Nathan and Adam show. <laughs> yeah. Go on. So, Paul Gallant lost five points. Uh, the first five rounds, he was pretty much outboxed, but he was coming back as the, f- the fight wound on. The question is, though, and Michelle Bishop raised this throughout the week on Vossi's show, was saying people up in Queensland were cheering for Paul Gallon, and his fighting career has sort of changed his, the perception of him. Mm. So he fought Justice Honey, and he didn't embarrass himself. He's fought some big names. The question sort of is, I think Gal's, it's going to be the last time the Gal fights, I think, but has he changed his perception what he's done post-footy? I think so. A lot of respect out there for Paul Gallon being able to do what he's... There's no tougher sport mm. than standing in front of someone and knowing that you're going to get punched in the yep. head. Oh, I think there was respect for Gal in rugby league and sometimes the respect is shown in it, hatred. It was grumbling respect. It was Yes, there was respect in, in the hatred there because it's easy when he's got a jersey on that isn't the same jersey that you wear to a game to, to not like it. Mm. So he has done a good job. Everyone wants to see the sunny fight. He, I think that'll happen. I'm, yeah, I'm there's, not. There's sure. a lot of money on the line to do that. And gals, is it true that he's made as much money in boxing as he has during oh, his footy career? I I reckon he would be pretty uh, close. But I, I'm not. Page reviews sh- do quite well. I know for a fact that main event they they're pretty chuffed when Paul Gallon fights because you know the rugby league crowd. You'd think want to see him either win or win get his or, head knocked yeah. off. So Sonny Bill and Paul Gallen are both employed by the same people. Channel Nine, Channel Stan, who have now Stan Event. Mm. You'd think there'd be too much money be, for them to not do it. But yeah, the, the sort of Paul Gallen's like body language after the fight. He was sort of it looked like that was going to be his he's last cooked. time. Yeah, and Sonny Bill, he's not as old as him, but. 
he's still in pretty good fighting condition, so it would be a tough fight for Gao, and whether or not he would want to end on the fight that people have been talking about for years and to lose that, mm. I'm not sure. Mm. But also, just quickly, on that fight night, Harry Garside and Nikita Zhu, yep. they destroyed their opposition. And interestingly enough is Nikita and Zhu and Tim Zhu are in the same weight division. Yeah. So their that career trajectory is pretty similar. Yeah. Someone will just chuck on or take off a couple of kegs there. Uh, I think Tim will try and win a world title in his weight class at the moment and then go up because he's struggling to make weight yeah, okay. at the moment. So, yeah. NBL, we talked about that with uh, Nick, the super fan, out there to witness uh, the Sydney Kings yeah, it was good. get it done. Xavier uh, Cooks. It could be some NBA teams looking this way. Mm. Xavier Cooks. Absolutely, there will be. Tennis. So we mentioned it before, um, Carlos Alcaraz. Not the biggest name in world tennis. You've got Rafa, you've got Novak Djokovic, who's win overnight, confirms that he'll be still world number one. But this kid, 18, won the Madrid Open, won in Barcelona before, pulled out of the Italian Open. He was just cooked, needs to get himself ready for the French Open, which is fair enough. Youngest ever winner of the Madrid Open. He, tennis has found, men's tennis has found the next one. Why? Why is he so good? His head's screwed on. So everyone's head screwed up. His his coach is Juan Carlos Ferrero, Johnny Charles. Mm-hmm. So he's a pretty down to earth. He's been there, done that. He's been world number one. It's it like it's not a new adventure for him going into the world of tennis and guiding this kid through. He trains his backside off. He's got the Rafa mentality. Uh, his game is rock solid. He's so hard to break down, especially on clay. Yeah, he's a real deal. I don't know how he's going to go really on grass when he gets to Wimbledon, but hard court clay. Yeah, he's uh, he's going to be around for a very very long time, and you'd say at some point, <clears throat> no guarantees in life, he's going to be world number one. Absolutely, oh. absolutely. Uh, golf, Greg Norman. Oh, Greg. Oh, this not that bad. Sound effect. <laughs> what? 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 What is going on, Nick? Why is he doing this? He's trying. Yeah. Same reason that everyone mm. gets out of bed in the morning. Um, I think <laughs> I think Greg's gone a little bit Michael Jordan in the last dance. I think he's uh, not the big dance, the last dance, last dance. Uh, I think he's taking it personal. Hard not to. Um, the Saudi stuff. I get it. I get it. I I, I think. So the Saudi stuff, by the way, if you're not across this story, is that uh, the Saudi Arabia investment fund, basically backed by their government, have come out and said, here, Greg Norman, can you run this for us, a alternate golf tour? And it's ticked off the PGA Tour, who like to control things mm-hmm. worldwide, even though it's American-based and very much American-run. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg Norman, for 20 years, 30 years, has wanted to set up a world tour, and he got knocked back back in the day. This has been his opportunity and then Greg came out this week, um, Khashoggi, the journalist who was killed and dismembered in a uh, consulate in Turkey. Look, we've all made mistakes, said Greg Norman, and you just want to learn by those mistakes and how you can correct them going forward. It's pretty hard to correct that one, uh, Gregory. Okay. So, Dismember of course, the next time. and Greg's the type of character, it seems, that every time he says something that's mildly controversial... 
it's a pylon. It's more than mildly controversial. That's more than mildly controversial. But yeah. I'm saying, just put it in context, like Greg would say, oh, I prefer white teas as opposed to fluoro teas, and then it'll be a pylon. Yeah. Because people who don't like Greg just want to have an excuse to pylon. This you can understand for the pylon. That was a ridiculous statement. That was a ridiculous statement. But the the theory around the, the Saudi golf tournament is I don't mind it. I think it they're coming at it is we want to grow the game. Yep, I get that. But there's also a monetary thing in there as well. He's saying we're not trying to take people from your tour or whatever. It's whether it's something like the ATP sort of stuff that they do. The, there's, there's, mm. You've got your majors, yep, absolutely, in in golf. My problem is there with golf is that the majors are now becoming not – there's just so much money around the rest of the tournaments. Mm. Oh, so it's been blended in. The yeah. majors aren't as special as they should well, be. Well, they should. They they still are, but they should sit well and truly atop the pile. I think in terms of legacy for a golfer, it very much does. Yes. Not their bank account. No. These guys make enough anyway. Yeah. So having this tour based basically on massive privacy. It's not going to make a difference. They're not going to no. dip into this cash. Mm. Whatever they get from going to the Saudi golf tournament, I am guarantee in life they are not going to hit those reserve funds. <laughs> no chance. Depends how you, what your lifestyle choices are. No chance. <laughs> what if they follow my tips on a Saturday morning? <laughs> Some chance. <laughs> <laughs> Some chance. Rugby union. Uh, so this was confirmed. It was going to happen. But Australia will host the 2027 World Cup and Women's World Cup as well. Men's World Cup in 2027, Women's World Cup in 2029. It's going to secure the uh, the future of the sport financially in many respects. It's going to pump $100 million into the local game. It's also going to generate nearly $3 billion for the nation's economy. There's a lot of well-heeled tourists coming to uh, Australia. It's going to chuck that amount of money into the economy. People are cashed up. They are. The Saudi mm. golfers might come down with yeah. all their cash. <laughs> It's a good event. Uh, it is a good World event. Cup. It is. But it's important that all this money, Gibbo, our resident Gordon Bray, it's got to go to the right places for junior development of rugby union. Yeah, I think that was the big selling point for uh, the money that's going to come into the game is hopefully it's got to grow it junior-wise and it's always going to be strong in private schools, rugby union, but it's about getting those kids and teams who probably aren't in that same catchment. Uh, we've seen Western City 2 Blues in the Shoot Shield. They're a story of the year after beating some of those big sides. And Australia, I think I was pretty young in this time, but 03, that early 2000s was a bit of a golden era for the Wallabies, would you say? In yeah, late 90s. Australia? Late 90s, yeah. Rob McQueen, the Wallabies. Like super really rugby. good to watch as well, like the, the brand of rugby that they played. Yep. Super rugby was strong. There were a lot of depth in position. So hopefully with uh, an event like this to aspire to, some of those players like Suwali who were thinking about rugby league or rugby union, they're thinking, well, maybe we could, we could stay in rugby union. But uh, the interesting thing as well is the World Cup after it. It's mm. in the United States. T- 2031. Uh, 2031 for the men's and 2033 for the women's. Yep. So they're sort of saying that we're going to get 50,000 seated crowds, but it'd be interesting to see how United States reacts to that, whether or not there's an uptake in participation, because like me and Nick were talking about it before the show, there's 
a sleeping giant there for athletes and potentially rugby union could tap into that. Well, there's, a, there's so many people that play NFL or gridiron in the States and to get to the very top, it's almost impossible in terms of the amount that filter through to play in yeah. the NFL. College sport. You think of all those athletes that crop out of that. Yeah. Anyway, interesting. Cricket, Brendan McCullum takes over as England's Red Bull coach. So Kiwi, not Justin Langer, not Ricky Ponting. Kiwi takes over and a uh, deep-thinking, mild-mannered Kiwi at that in Brendan McCullum. I think it's so good for Test cricket. If mm. England are good, it's going to be it's going to create a lot better series. And I think McCullum and Ben Stokes will gel really well. They're both sort of very aggressive sort of cricketers. And the way the New Zealand Test team develops was a lot of it was to do with Brendan McCullum. So mm. it's going to be pretty exciting in their first series. Is against England. Uh, he's against New Zealand, the English side. So, uh, and football. When the opening Sorry. batsman for England hits the first ball for six, it's gonna be great. <laughs> or when he gets clean bowled four balls later yeah. <laughs> by Mitchell Starking swinger. <laughs> Happy days. He tries to ramp one. Uh, and just a bit of football as well. Tommy Rogic uh, has announced that he's leaving Celtic. What? So yeah, he's um. He's done. He's SCN, out of contact. SCN's own Celtic. <laughs> SCN's own Celtic, yes. Oh, if you want to listen to some biased commentary, by the way, listen to the Celtic radio. <laughs> oh, really? oh, it is so biased. Commentary of the it's game. Pre- it's pretty funny. <laughs> it's pretty funny. They don't even bother. They don't even hide it or try and mask it. It's we, it's this, it's that, it's oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, Tom Rogic is leaving Celtic after becoming a legend at that club. Interested to see where he is. It won't be... The A-League. He won't be coming back here just yet. He's going for a fill-up somewhere else, which is fair enough. So, fair enough. Very good position to be in. What about Ange? Uh, what about Ange? What's his next sort of... Uh, Celtic are into the Champions League. Yep. So that's a target for next season. Uh, I reckon if things go well, I reckon in 12 months' time, we're thinking about Ange in the Premier League, I would say. Yep. So... Or somewhere else in Was Europe. Is there a humble a pie eaten? Oh, from... over in... Uh, over in Celtic, <laughs> over there it was absolutely. 